Uncovering the truth and exposing ignorance. It's science, stupid. With your hosts, Meryl and Scott. If you're freaked out by the thought of bugs, did you know that there are currently many, many types of bugs crawling on your body and in your eyelashes right now? My advice, stop listening if you're too grossed out, but... If you're not bugged by bugs, or maybe you've got an interest in the creepy crawlies, this episode will definitely appeal to you. <laughs> and I'm not sure why that would be, but yeah, it, it is very interesting. We are homes, I guess, for many different little critters that are on our bodies, even as we speak. You, you got to break this down for me. What exactly do you mean? So one of the First ones I like to talk about because they're somewhat unique. There's something called demodex. Some people know them as eyelash mites. They're small, like less than 0.3 millimeters, which is too small to see if that's helpful. And they live mostly in your eyelashes, but they do live in your eyebrows and can wander around on your face. They're sort of related to spiders because they're eight-legged critters. So think of them as teeny tiny little eight-legged critters. They're kind of interesting because they sort of set the land speed record for creatures in general. So based on their body size, they actually move faster than anything else. And that's not counting things that fly and jump. But just in, in terms of running across your face, they're really fast. But that really only means they go about maybe an inch or two an hour on your face. So I have a question. <laughs> so many questions. So being the girly that I am, how can there be eyelash mites if I wear mascara every day? And do they just get scooped up in the little brush and put back in my mascara bottle? So it is one of the reasons why you don't want to share your mascara with other people, but you don't really get rid of them that way. They actually live in the pores or in the follicles. They don't like light, so they hide during the daytime in those pores in your body, tiny little holes in your face that you may not even think about. So this is like the horror movie of when you close <laughs> your eyes and you go to sleep and all the bugs come out. This is this is where I'm going yeah. right now. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's not necessarily a negative thing. They do perform a service. They eat the dead skin cells on you, in your eyelashes and they eat up the excess oil in your glands and things like that. I know it's gross, but th that's it's actually helping you. One of the things you may or may not want to hear about is that in the morning when you you know, rub that gross stuff out of your eyes. So that's really just leftovers from... Is it bug poop? Yeah, kind of. Oh, man! <laughs> so, because they come out in the dark at night and go like do their little cleanup job like little garbage men of the night and then they go back in the hair follicles and hide during the day. Okay, so there are other bugs that we need to know about. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm still processing these eyelash mites, but but please move on, please. Yeah, there, so and, and there's a couple of species of those eyelash mites. The odd thing is they're specific to humans, so they only live on people. You know, you can't get it from your dog or something. It's different from fleas. You know, they're on most people, but not everybody. And the older you get, the more likely you are to have these eyelash mites. So that's the old people look. 
Yeah, if they look a little crusty, it's not their fault. (laughs) Okay, what else, Scott? Okay, so (laughs) the other thing I find fascinating, we all have heard about dust mites. There's this stupid commercial where this lady talks about how people are allergic to dust mite matter, and what she's actually saying is dust mite poop. So... There, and I I think it's funny that she's decided to use this. Oh, but everybody knows that there's dust mites because a lot of people have allergic reactions to dust mite matter. And they, too, provide a useful service. They don't necessarily lay their eggs in your skin, but they eat up all your skin cells that are left over in your bed sheets at night and on your pillow. But again, if they weren't there we'd probably be up to our knees in dead skin cells. So it's probably a good thing. Oh, man. So do they live in like hair follicles or do they shed off of us and live in the bed and on the couch and all of those places? Yeah, they live in association with us as opposed to eyelash mites who really prefer to live on your skin. Dust mites really kind of enjoy your clothing, your bed sheets, your chairs, your couches, all that kind of stuff. Okay, and, I'm going to wash everything material. like this. Yeah, yeah. Everything's but going again, in this weekend. Don't mistake this. I mean, this is an important function. The world works in such a way that nothing ever goes to waste. And whatever it is, you may think it's something you throw away, but it's probably food for something else in the world. So is this another circle of life thing? Yeah, it is, kind of. Oh, man, but bugs. You know, I'm so freaked out by bugs. Now I'm itchy and yeah. I want to go wash everything. Well, and, and these are just the good bugs that we're talking about, the ones that are mostly useful. There are some associations with eyelash mites with rosacea and acne, but it seems like that's like less common. And the more eyelash mites you have, the more likely it is that they're going to cause problems. And again, you know, dust mites do cause allergic reactions. So there's that. But there's other creatures out there that aren't even that helpful. Okay, well, you obviously have something else to share with us. I'm not sure we need any more sharing today, but but sure, go ahead, Scott. So we all know about head lice. <laughs> and anybody who's had a kid and gone to school, we've all gotten the letter. I think it was the phone call, actually. <laughs> yeah. And they are also exclusively on human beings. If it weren't for us, they wouldn't exist at all. They, are, they would go away, kind of like the coronavirus, I guess. If it weren't for us, they, they would just be gone. However, they're not as friendly, I guess, as the dust mites that we're talking about. They usually cause itching and, and issues like that because they do actually feed on your blood versus, you know, dead skin cells or things like that. Sounds more like a tick. Except for they don't feed quite the same way as the tick. Ticks, and this is something uh, I have a personal experience with because, what, maybe a week or so ago, I discovered a tick attached to me in the middle of the night, which is not a great way to wake up, to be honest with you. But they don't really do the bury their head in your body like a tick does. They just sort of, you know, munch away and feed on whatever blood they can get. And they obviously they need it. So they can lay their eggs in your head and and and, and head lice. And spread to everybody and everything yeah. and everything goes in the black trash bag. Yep. And yeah. 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 And they're not alone. There's also other kinds of 
critters on your body. I think most people have heard of body lice and there's pubic lice, or some people call them crabs. We don't need to talk a whole lot about that, but essentially they're all a little similar. They're all feeding on your blood. They all are very specific to people. So you really only get them from people to people contact. But again, those kind of lice tend to lay their eggs in your clothing rather than in your actual hair follicles and things like that. Just circling back to the eyelashes. If you, for some reason, especially you said older people, you know, have a problem with this, is there any way to control it? Oh, sure. Okay. Sure, well, sure, please, sure. please share. Yeah. And, and a lot of the same things that you would prescribe for Head lice will actually also work for dust mites and eyelash mites and things like that, the pyrethrins and and things like that, which are common insecticides. Yeah, but how would you put that by your eyes? Well, see, that's the same problem that we have with the head lice thing is like you need to put these bad poisons on your skin, but you have to you know try to ex- limit your exposure as much as you can. There are other things. A lot of people believe tea tree oil is a is a good treatment, and there's there's some evidence to show that. But again, most people just kind of learn to live with their mites and not not complain too much. We're embracing our mites. Yeah, embrace your mites because, like I say, most of them are fairly helpful. And if you don't have allergies to them or you're not having issues with acne, you might want to just consider letting them live. Live and let live. Live and let live. Yeah. And think of this. We haven't even talked about scabies yet. (laughs) Do we have to? Scabies are yet another fun little insect. This one actually burrows under your skin and they lay their eggs in there. And the interesting thing I saw about that was something like 2.8% of the human population in the world has scabies. So just think about that next time you're on the bus or crowded next to somebody in the airport or something. Let's find something positive about the coronavirus. Masks and gloves might be your friend. Social distancing (laughs) works for many different creatures, not just viruses. Kindly like and share, and we'll see you next time for another episode of It's Science, Stupid.